friend is all, hey, there's a phone call for you. Now, mind you, the reason I'm in the bathroom throwing up like this is because I used to live with these hockey players uh, here in town. We got this this uh, pro hockey team called Dido Steelheads. And at the end of their season, they only bring back a, a small number of, uh, of, of guys the next season, of veterans. And so they kind of have this, you know, big two-week two hoorah. So I go on the two-week hoorah, having the time of our, our life. One of the guys we live with, he got called up to the next level because the playoffs were still going. And he comes back at the end of the hoorah. And he's like, I want a hoorah. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to do this for you. I'm going to take one for the team. I'm going to go on a two-week two hoorah for you. So I went on literally 30 fucking days of nonstop drinking, smashing ass, Fucking not sleeping, <laughs> having the time of my fucking life, trying to hold down a fucking job and fucking barely hold my life together. No training whatsoever. Not even thinking about a fight, right? Not even thinking about a fight. Fast forward to me throwing up in the bathroom. I get this phone handed to me, and it's this guy named Taylor Irving, he's a fucking promoter here in town for the local fights. And he's like, hey, hey, I got, I got this perfect fight for you. I'm like, that's, that sounds great, you know, if I could talk about this later. No, he's really insisting anyone tell me about it right now. He's like, he's a real tall guy, he's lanky, you know, a kick striker, a kickboxer. And I'm, you know, I'm built like a fucking tuna can, you know. I'm, like, I'm a four by four, and I'm a, I'm a wrestler. I like to take it to the ground. Just, and uh, so that, that, that means something in the fight game and, you know, the early stages of your career is still pretty one-sided. But uh, – so, you know, he sells me on like, oh, this sounds like a good opponent for me. Like, easy W, right? right. Easy, easy dubs. Yeah, when's the fight? He's like, fight's tonight. I'm all, tonight, tonight? Like, tonight, tonight. And he's like, yeah, I had, a man, I had somebody drop out. Somebody sh didn't show up for the fight. I need you, Clay. I'm like, no, there's no fucking way. There's no way, dude. I seriously, I've been drinking for 30 days straight. I, I fucking, <laughs> I, I have not slept in fucking like at least 72 hours that I can remember uh, that was outside a drug and alcohol decent coma, you know? And so he's like, no, no, it's a, hey, this is a good, this is a good opportunity for you. It's a, it's a guaranteed win. You know, it's a tall, skinny striker, you know, you're going to take him down, be easy, easy win. I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you 200 bucks. <laughs> that point in my career, 200 bucks for a fight. <laughs> Goddamn, I'm, I hit the big time, right? <laughs> I hit the big time. And uh, so at the end... <laughs> So then into work, I go home. There's the steelhead uh, that I've been on partying with the last two weeks. Uh, his name is Brian Randall. He kind of reminded me of Woody off of Cheers. It's a pretty old reference. But uh, anyway, he's kind of a goofball, you know. And he, I tell him about the fight, and he's all, hey, can I be your corner man? Well, yeah, you know, you don't munch corner man, obviously. No, no, this will be my first time. Like, you know what? It doesn't even matter because this dude's a striker. I'm a fucking badass fucking wrestler, grappler. I'm going to end his ass quick. Sure, you can be my corner man. So we go to the fight. We show up to the fight. No formal weigh-ins whatsoever. There's no fucking, you know. I literally, I've got a pair of shorts, not even a jockey strap in my fucking possession. <laughs> got a pair of shorts. Didn't have time to fucking do. I, I, I went and got a mouth guard, but I didn't boil it. Just right. went and got, the, put it in my mouth. Didn't like the feel of that. So it's, I got nothing, right? And there's nobody checking. <laughs> so I, I, I go to the front door and they're like, all right, hey, all, all kickboxing matches, you know, report back there to have your hands taped. And I was like, oh, I was like, I'm a, 
I'm a, I'm a ground guy, you know, I just, and it, it wasn't like common practice to like tape up people. Like you could kind of like say what you wanted done, you know, right. like you could, you could wear shoes in some fights back then. You could, you could, it was bare knuckle sometimes. It was really weird. You know, on the local scenes, there were some real fucking weird fights, but, uh, so I, uh, <laughs> I was like, no, 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 I'm here for, you know, MMA match. Like I don't want my hands taped up. And they're like, no, no, we have you down here for a kickboxing match. And I was like, what? Kickboxing match? Whoa, whoa. And this is like early in my MMA career where I had had very limited, I had done some boxing, you know, but kickboxing, that's a whole other game. You know, there's a couple of the weapons flying here at your, <laughs> at your way and they're, and they're long and they're fucking strong. <laughs> Bound to get the friction on. But anyway, uh, so I'm arguing for a second and I'm like, well, where's my opponent, right? I look across the fucking, they point him over there and I see this guy, he's like about 6'2", six, 6'3", six, you know, probably about 200 pounds. Tall, lanky feller. Kind of looked like George Costanza, but who was in shape. But George Costanza didn't really scare me. You know, right. he's kind of, this guy was fucking balding, you know, like, like <laughs> judging the book by this fucking goddamn fucking cover. I will fight this man, right? I will fight bucks. this man right now. I need that, I need that 200 <laughs> bucks, goddammit. <laughs> and uh, so I go in the back and, you know, pep talking it up and everything. Fucking next thing you know, you know, I will, intro fucking song comes out. I'm in the ring. And I'm like, fuck, dude, it's hot. <laughs> he really got this fucking, those canister lights just barreling down on you in that ring, right? And I'm like, in gravity, my situation just fucking hits me. I'm like, I have not fucking, I have not fucking put a pair of these fucking gloves on in a long time. I don't have any headgear on. I have no fucking protective mouth guard or fucking thing for my twig and berries. Like, nothing, right? And this guy's over there fucking warming up like Jean-Claude Van Damme. Just like fucking snap kicks and fucking reverse fucking roundhouses. Very flexible man for a fucking six foot fucking three fucking 200 pounder. And uh, I'm like, shit. <laughs> the bell rings. I unleash the fury. I come a fucking bounding across this fucking ring like a jungle cat i attacked this dude and i i just for a fucking hot second i thought i was gonna win i i was just way stronger than him i had low center of gravity i had leverage i fucking they slam up and i punch hard and i'm i'm just you know fucking going mike tyson fucking knockout fucking bam 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 and about 30 seconds later i'm completely gassed out <laughs> I, I mean com the, the adjective completely does not describe how gassed out i was i i was like I can't even lift my arms up. So I kind of started, these are three minute rounds. I start wandering around the ring, like fucking, <laughs> <laughs> like a lost kid, <laughs> fucking, a fucking circus, you know, <laughs> just went for some fucking cotton candy. And I'm just taking shot after shot after fucking very fucking accurate shot. Bell rings, I go into my corner. He's, he's over on the other side of the corner. He's got a fucking bucket. He's got fucking water. He's got a little, little fucking stool to sit on. I walk in the corner, my corner man, Brian Randall, he's fucking drunker than a fucking fiddler's bitch, just <laughs> yelling and screaming at the crowd, talking shit, starting his own fights. And I'm like, hey, bro, we only got a minute, one minute here, right? Like, I need some, need some provisions. <laughs> and uh, he's like, oh, we ain't got nothing. Oh, fuck. <laughs> we ain't got a busket. We ain't got a fucking stool. Most I'm importantly, there, I'm not even joking. I had no fucking water. And I'm like, dude, what the fuck? So the bell rings. Back out into the jungle I go. Another fucking, like, you know, leash of fury from Clay. 
not quite 30 seconds I had the first time. So uh, I get about 20 seconds in same fucking same goddamn fucking story that was told the first time I'm walking around and now the now it's starting to take its toll. Right? right now it's like, dude, my teeth are loose. You know, I can feel my nose is probably f- f- clearly broken and uh, I'm leaking all over the place. And this guy's just fucking, dude, just kicking me in the face. I remember that one time he kicked me in the face with uh, with just bare shin. And it uh, just rocked me, dude. And I, I, I don't know if anybody's been in like these similar like fight situations. Like your your default setting in your in your like subconscious usually is like it's flight or flight, fight or flight. And if you can't, if you're losing the fight, you want to flight, you know? So I'm like just thinking every way of like laying down, like getting out of the scenario. I'm just like just just pure gutting it out at this point, right? The bell fucking rings. I cruise over in the corner. I'm like, nope, hey, dude, no, no, no. This fucking fight's over, dude. Like, this fucking fight's over. I can't make it. He's like, dude, are you kidding me? The entire crowd's on their feet. It's the most exciting fight anybody's ever seen in their life. This is like a true testament to the human will. Nobody gets, nobody's fucking taking shots like this. This is like a real life Rocky fucking movie. This is unreal that you're still standing. People can't believe it. And I was like, no, no, man, just fucking, dude, seriously, call it, dude. I'm like, I can, I can feel myself like developing dementia down the road. Like, I'm, I'm irreparable damage is being sustained. And he's like, no, no. How old were you at this time again? Ah, uh, shit, I was probably like 22. Okay. Yeah, I'm like, I was like almost 20 years ago. And, oh. uh, and, uh, so, uh, he's like, no, wait, one more, yeah, one more round for Mickey. Do it for Mickey, you know? And I was like, all right. I was like, dude, I need some fucking water so bad. I just had the worst cotton mouth, dude. I'm just like chewing on my fucking like dried up saliva, like bubble gum. <laughs> and uh, like this, no, no shit. This lady from the front row, she's got one of those like, like Danison, Danison waters, right? The blue bottle. I still remember this bottle. Just like, like oh, I love you. You know, <laughs> it's, it's fucking Dasani? Best. Dasani. Dasani. <laughs> Dasani. Dasani yeah. water bottle. Dasani. Yeah. God. Can, and, yeah. It's so cheap. I don't even remember buying it. You know, I'm, I'm a, I'm a feet, like, like Fuji guy, but uh, so it, I was like, dude, I need, I need some water. And this lady, she heard me, and she was like front row, like right behind my 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 guy, and she she fucking uh, gives him the water. She's like, here, give him the water bottle. So he jumps up on the side <laughs> of the ring. He jumps up on the side of the ring. And I was breathing so fucking hard, like every I couldn't even swallow the water. Like I, I'm breathing in air, so I can't swallow the water. Then and then the exhale, like just fucking Yellowstone fucking geyser, just it's coming out of my mouth. I can't. I'm like I want the water, I just can't get it down. I'm so fucking exhausted. So then here comes the ref, you know, like. 10 seconds. Oh, God damn it. Who, get this water cleaned up, right? <laughs> like, it's, it makes the ring super slick. It's very dangerous, actually. Like, it's a thing. Like, pe- people make sure they, they they towel up all sweat and water in between rounds. But, uh, yeah, so he doesn't have a towel, so uh, he figures he's going to come into the fucking ring and do something, my my corner man, right? He, he looks he looks like fucking Matthew McConaughey fucking, uh, you know, <laughs> going down to the beach for a fucking nice <laughs> Saturday evening. Like, he's got board shorts on, fucking three three buttons off his fucking shirt, you know? <laughs> he's got a beer in each hand. <laughs> hey, but he comes in, in, into the ring, catches his size fucking 13 flip-flop, big old fucking hockey athlete, catches his size 13 flip-flop on the ring, fucking wipes out, fucking... Spills a bunch of beer and fucking water, and uh, it, it, 
the flip flops already off because he fucking hung it up on there. Grabs it like a squeegee and starts squeegeeing <laughs> out the corner. I'm not even kidding. Can't, you can't even make this fucking the best shit. Part up. Of the night. <laughs> yeah. Hey, the half the halftime. We didn't. Who cares about the ring girls? We got this idiot fucking oh, flip flop fuck. fucking squeegeeing the ring out. So here comes the guy from the other side. You know he he lends a fucking helping towel. It starts cleaning it up just because he doesn't want his fighter to slip and fucking you know injure himself while he's kicking my ass. So they get it all cleaned up. Up and I was like, I was like, all right, Randall, let's do this fucking last round. You fucking, I got this. I bell rings. I come out. Fucking five, ten seconds of fucking good fight in me, and then just, dude, it was just like, like I'm like, dude, is this possible? Like I don't, I, I like I didn't know if I was gonna go down, dude. Like it, I was, I was, I was rocked so many times, and uh, I, it was all blur. I barely fucking remember any of the round. And uh, all of a sudden, the bell rings. I just remember hearing that bell ring. And then the announcer's voice goes, fourth and final round coming up. Oh, fuck. Dude, I was like, <laughs> no! No, dude, I'm not dead serious. Like, most fights uh, are, especially on the amateur level, or, you know, even as, are three rounds. I mean, it's standard across the board. It's fucking usually three rounds, you know, in these fucking sort of little backyard yeah, deals. Fuck this 200 bucks. Oh, hey, they're like four, four. No, hey, fuck, I will pay, I will pay you 200 extra fucking dollars <laughs> on top of the 200 that you're going to give me just to fucking get out of this round. I come stumbling over the corner. You know, I don't have a fucking thought in my head, fucking no fucking future fucking chance of being a fucking like, astronaut pilot. And uh, and uh, I'm like, no, dude, there's no way. There's, there's my corner man, toughest guy in the fucking building, just fucking not afraid to put me up against anybody. And uh, he's like, dude, you gotta, there's no way, this is unreal, you can't stop now. This is the fucking fight of the fucking year. You know, he's fucking pumping my tires up. Crowd was going ape shit. Well, it wasn't helping. And uh, I was like, no, dude, no, 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 dude, honestly, like, man, I'm fucking out. This is dangerous. You know, this is dangerous at this point. Like, this is, like, I, I, I don't think I can do it. And all of a sudden, I started here the, you know, the 10 sag, and I'm like, no, no, Randall for sure. I'm all fucked, dude. I'm serious. Throw the fucking towel in right now. And he just looks at me, and I heard the bell ring. He's like, we ain't got a towel. <laughs> yes! And I went back out there for a full fucking minute, and I don't know how I did it. And literally, when the bell rang, I fought my little fucking T-Rex hands come up, you know? <laughs> like, in a moral victory, everybody's fucking clapping. Like, goddamn, I couldn't, couldn't see out either eye for a fucking week but uh yeah that was uh, that was the story i was gonna tell on the podcast what if you would have thrown in the, the flip-flop play imagine that end of the story that I mean, fucking guy that was fighting would have probably like fucking just like deflected it like in some cool karate <laughs> move like fucking wax off bam just like deflected it right out of the ring and then fucking hit me while looking at my train or looking at my corner man you know does it make you imagine what would happen if you didn't go on that bender I mean, whatever. No. I wouldn't have that story. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, it would have been true. it would have been some fucking lame W at some fucking lame fight, you know? Oh shit! But dude, no. holy fuck! That was, uh, I mean, that I've never it. I've never had the balls to fucking cross the line and be a fighter, and then I've, I've had like seven TBIs at this point. No, it's uh. So now, if I do anything, I just gotta train and have fun with it. No, yeah. There's a, there's a point. <laughs> there's a point in one's uh. One's lifetime, they don't, you know, you don't want to just pick up and uh, start doing that sport. That is definitely it's injuries just like most man. sports. I mean, it's <clears throat> it's a, it's it favors the youth. You know, there are not very many people who can do it very well at an old age, like the Randy Couture's and even that Romero guy that fought a couple weeks ago. You know, he didn't do what the fuck, but I can't yeah, wait for still got. I rigged. can't wait for fights to start back up. They should. That's one thing they fucking should totally be able to do. Man on man, fucking yeah, action, like dude, and I'm down. Off. There's no crowds going on, like just. 
Test both of them. Keep the crowds under. Like, hey, we got two rules now. No looking in the eyes when we're on the ground. And then uh, <laughs> like no coughing in the face and touching of the hair, of course. I mean, from Brigandy. I mean, this this whole thing kind of the baseball and UFC. Those are the two sports that I see. I, I'm not a big baseball guy. I mean, I'll go watch the locals, you know, just like so drink beer and hang out and bullshit. But I never grew up playing it. So, I, you know, I don't have the love for it like you and Trevor. Dude, I, I don't know. Our mutual friend. Dude. Speaking of Trevor Bullard, shout out. Hopefully you listen to this, you beautiful bastard. Love you to death. Piece of shit. Piece You're a of pussy. Shit, Next man. time I see him, I'll beat your ass. Go on, sorry. Had <laughs> to get that out of the way. Um, it just sucks, dude. Like I'm a, I'm a fucking huge advocate for baseball, and it's I've never in my life had to not be able to watch baseball. Like it's a fucking weird feeling. Like even if I wanted to go watch a fucking high school game. Yeah. Like, no. No, it is weird. It's, it's we worked at a sports. sports bar, dude. That would be we watch sports every fucking. We got even though you didn't get to fucking watch sports for shit. No, that yeah, that was the worst. <laughs> Never watched any of the sports, but working at the sports bar, I was like, yeah, I got the sports bar. Yeah, I'm gonna have uh, have all the. <laughs> I get all the perks. I get all the pay per view. Everything. Nope. Hell no. You're running around, dude. Working. Remember the, <laughs> everybody else is watching. Remember the first McGregor fight tailgate turn like put on. Oh yeah. No, that was... Uh, That's uh, one thing he had going for him was UFC at that place, man. That place was a fucking shit to hit UFC. You know, but it was actually yes and no because um, it was hit and miss, if you remember, because they started... Uh, I feel like they got really greedy with like just popping off too many pay-per-views in a row, you know? Right. I feel like they kind of... I don't know. I'm more interested now, I guess, but I, I could tell like for the big name draws, we'd get the good crowds. And right. Then, like the average... You know, it wasn't consistent. No, it needed. And now the sport, there's so many good athletes now that uh, you don't have like you don't have like the the one off champion or, you know, you have have the one off champions. You don't have like the long rainy ones like the Anderson Silva's, the George St. Pierre's, the Randy Couture's, you know, like guys that like, you know, Chuck Liddell's like they were champions for a long time. Everybody's so fucking good now. It can be like one or loss. Like Abid, he's like one of the only guys that. You know, it just can fucking do, can handle it for a long time like that. He yeah he, he has he set like records doing it. It's pretty amazing, dude. This that fucking sport that's it has to come back. I, I if there if shit doesn't come back until fucking two thousand twenty one two thousand twenty as as they're saying, I don't think people are gonna be like I said earlier. I hope it didn't get deleted because we don't know what we didn't have recorded or not. But <laughs> I'm down. I'm down with the. I'm, I'm down with the uh, quarantine, man, because I'm getting free stripper shows right now. All, all these out-of-work strippers have seriously just been, like, just dishing out free content just just to keep their skill just keep their skill level up, dude. It's awesome. Hey, man, fansonly.com. Go support your local strippers, guys. Or Clay Lyles, uh, fans only, if you guys didn't know it. Uh, <laughs> my stage name is Buck Jammer the Hammer. Buck Jammer the Hammer. And uh, I do have a pretty awesome uh, fans-only account. You'll have to tune in and check it out. You know, I hate to ask you to tell the story of your brother stabbing your hand again. Dude, no. <laughs> I already told that. <laughs> I already, already, rele- already relived that story. <laughs> we, yeah. uh, we honestly, you don't remember. I, you know, honestly, I can't believe you didn't get that story recorded. I'm so sorry. Clay. Like, <laughs> Apology accepted. I already, already took up a lot of time telling the fucking long story, so. Well, the thing is, man, it's this this podcast is a growing experience. If you've seen it from episode one to now episode 11, like, dude, we've, we have grown... No, that was not a tasty beverage no, being open. We don't drink oh. beverages on the Young Blood podcast. We don't drink anything on the Young Blood podcast other than water and sparkling water because we are law-abiding citizens. That wasn't a white. It's bottle. not illegal to drink, though. I don't know what he's talking about. Actually, yeah. uh, we're well, drinking. We, but you know what? Thing, one thing we do do in this podcast, Clay, 
Mm. We fucking joke, so. <laughs> that was a joke. God damn it. I never, I never get the good ones. I uh, got them. <laughs> yada yada over the best part. Here, cheers, brother. Cheers. Thanks for coming on, man. Oh, thanks I've been trying to get you on now for fucking a couple weeks, and you're a busy guy, and I really... It's cool now. I went from people calling... Just like, lazy. <laughs> I went from like calling people busy resting on the couch. (laughs) (laughs) Well, plus I was in fucking Nampa when I was. was, We're gonna do over the phone, and that shit's just stupid. Like, there's something about sitting here and got it. You gotta have the face face. Gotta have the chemistry. You know, I I believe in that. I'm so new at it. You've done a few podcasts, you know, and I'm very avid on watching them. I'm very passionate about watching them. That audiobooks, podcasts to me, like I, I work long hours in a day, and I work with I work by myself. You know, so putting on a, a, a podcast, especially not one that's complete bullshit, sometimes kind of funny, and talks about some shit you really like to listen to, can really put you through a day better. Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah, I used to, like I said, grew up on the ranch, and you know, there, and had to sit sit on a horseback for a long time and never listen to shit, and then I moved up to farming, which is like uh, the rich man's redneck uh, job, and yeah, sitting in a tractor all day, and that's what I've done. I used to like to listen to like that kind of stuff informative podcast oh my gosh we just moved the camera for you clay and you look like a look at that why would you look at that i like, make this look good i mean you are blind in one eye you can't really look at it too well i know god damn it lost my eye <laughs> lost my eye a couple of year and a half back because i wanted to go to thailand wasn't supposed to fly so i'm a bitch Fuck that. is that how you fucking lost it yeah i remember because yeah. you weren't always blind in okay. i had a oh, uh yeah from all from getting kicked in the fucking face so many times i've had a detached retina on both eyes from like so many years of yeah combative sports I, and before that, I did it by rodeo. So it was the year, so, it was the years of sports combined with the flight to Thailand, right? It wasn't just. So well, the the years of like uh, sports, uh, like rodeo and stuff. Yeah, I got the first cigarette. the first one, and <clears throat> the <clears throat> first detached. Actually, I hold a record in the United States, or I did at the time of the youngest recorded uh, detached retina ever by, by a human Holy being shit, in you're America. Actually- you're welcome. Of all the records, I would assume you hold. <laughs> so. I, 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 I'm in the run-ins for the longest blowjob record one time. I'm not even kidding. It was like eight fucking hours fucking straight. You know who you are. And uh, it was literally wow. eight. Well, there was a lot of drugs involved, you know, was, and everything was working right. So it's it on a marathon. <laughs> But uh, anyway, back to the other record. Is there a Guinness World Record book I can find this in, or is it a Woody's World Record? I don't like it. It's got to be some medical record book. Yeah, DJ's Retina. Isn't an erection not Oh, I was talking about an erection lasting longer oh. than four hours. Like, isn't that supposed to be a hospital? No, thing? you go to your local sorority house. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why they put that on one of the negative side effects. Now, if there is an erection that lasting longer than four hours, you know, seek medical. Hell, I'm seeking medical attention. I'm going places. So I figure now that uh, I fucked up like a fucking jackass and lost about 13 minutes of footage before we started, I might as well throw a quick second in for our sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by Treasure Valley Barber Co. Treasure Valley Barber Co. was started by a veteran here in Boise. He's a Boise local with a family who just absolutely fucking loves his job. He cuts hair for a living for you, for me, and he doesn't have the cheapest haircut in town. He has the best. It's a little more pricey, but I'll tell you what, it's worth every penny. This guy is a stand-up character. He's a military vet and a guy that I stand by 100%. I also happen to do his flooring in my 
other business I have, CMY LLC. So guys, what you can do right now to support him is you can buy a sweatshirt. You can buy, they have really awesome windbreaker hoodies that say Treasure Valley Barber Co. on it. You know, and if you guys shoot them a follow on Instagram, and that's at Treasure Valley Barber Co. And we'll leave it at that, man. And we got one last sponsor for you before we wrap it up here. Gem Mindset is a locally based brand that is user eco-friendly materials that uses eco-friendly materials. He's not reading that off of fucking. I am not reading. Black card is he? I swear to God. Anyways, you can have style, guys. You can have style, and you can be eco-friendly. And not only that, you can support a local company here. I didn't even know that was an option. Like I said, I'm, if I if I know about this earlier, I would have got me a little hemp banana hammock or something, you know, something cool. I know, right? I, I, something I, that I breathes a little Gen bit. Mindset necessarily goes across the hemp uh, banana hammocks, but they do have dope crew necks. They have all kinds of fucking sick clothes. Go Those check would be it out. Top seller if he did. Tell An me. episode of this podcast actually had Colby Waddell on it, who does endorse these guys. And uh, if you guys use the code ECLOTHING18, you get ten percent off on their website. So please use that. Again, guys, this has been the Young Blood Podcast. There actually isn't a the, all one word. Young Blood Podcast, Y-O-U-N-G-B-L-O-D. Young Blood Podcast. Ready, ready, Clay, is there anything you wanted to throw in on this fucking show, even though I'm a jackass and missed a few uh, minutes of Just so everybody gets this straight, we were sitting here recording for the first 20 minutes, not, nothing, just dead silence yep. on the mic on the mic but you know we got some practice rounds in we did i'll be on again i'll definitely do it again this is uh, uh it's gonna keep getting better and better for you i have, I have uh I have good feelings about that brother thank you man it's i it's been a life-changing experience to me and if anybody who's made it through the episode and hears this it's just i appreciate you guys for checking in i appreciate you guys for listening i can't tell you enough that i do this because out of the soul enjoyment in my fucking heart like this is fun to me i like doing this i like communicating with my peers i like keeping up on current events and this has caused me to do that more i even love writing so this shit just fucking hits home guys thanks for being a part of that experience with me and thanks for checking in have a good night hoochie out hoochie out <laughs>